And welcome back to What Happened to Us with uh, Nate and Hugh at the moment. Sam will be joining us in a minute. So welcome back, Nate. Uh, so Thursday's pod went yeah. over real well. Yeah, there's, you know, there's, there's, you know, theater of the mind when, um, when there's, a, there's a, a bit of a lag between when we record things and when they come out. And uh, I think it's safe to say last week that lag was noticeable. Yeah. If I, uh, if I, if I'm paraphrasing myself, we were discussing that day's Georgia runoffs, and we were like, even at that point, we didn't have those results. Like it was just like, oh yeah, the, the runoffs happening now. And I'm paraphrasing myself, but I believe I may have said something along the lines of, but then there's that vote tomorrow, that count tomorrow, but that should go fine. Yeah, seemed to seem to. I may, I may have even said it might not, but it should go fine. And looking back in hindsight, um, it did not. No, it did not no. Go fine. No, a lot of COVID came out of that one so far. Decided, yeah, that seems to be the, of all the things, that seems to be the, and that was the, that was one of the things that was, um, people thought about immediately, well, there were a lot of things to think about immediately. Mm. Um, You know, one being like, what is happening? What's going on? Like Twitter, I, I, the last time, and it's totally incomparable things but the last time i remember ever just every having to refresh twitter that often was the day kobe died right not incomparable not comparable in any way but it was just like when when it was for, like because people weren't people didn't know for sure if the kobe news was real right, right so right. they were like and people i kept people kept scrolling and then you started seeing news come in and people's responses and this was more um seeing people's responses and seeing the video but um, yeah, I actually was driving when all that was happening. In fact, I was driving. I kind of was just looking it up because I wasn't sure exactly. Oh, because oh, I saw like a, a so basically it showed um, from years past what this um, this quote unquote election or uh, elector count, which is right. literally just counting it out loud. And they showed like the um, the amount of time it's taken for the last four election cycles for president and like the exact times like last time in 2016 the whole process took like 25 minutes really? it was literally like 115 eastern to like 137 eastern like that's how quick the process was and they showed it from years past it was like hour tops right no i mean it was it's you gotta think it's back in sure. two thousand. Two thousand. They challenged in two thousand. Okay, that one. Two thousand. No, this this was just going back like three or four cycles. Right. Two thousand was its own yeah. mess. That's that's, um, that's right. But yeah, like this is like purely a ceremonial. That, which is why people having so much faith that Pence would, you know, the 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 uh, the, the right wingers were like, Pence is gonna change this. He he had no, nothing. He literally job. he was a figurehead. His his job was to stand there. Yeah, and um, just read things. And then. And then yeah, then I looked it up, and then um, uh, then I started to see videos being like, oh, it looks like they're kind of trying to, they're rushing towards the Capitol. And then there was photos of them coming up the stairs and like police at the top of the stairs. And I, I saw that video. I'm like, well, that doesn't look good. No. And then I went into like Target, and then when I came back out, I saw, and I don't know, I never saw a follow up to this person, but it was like a journalist saying, well, it looks like things have calmed down and the vote is, is reconvened. I was like, that I saw that tweet and I started driving again. I'm like, well, that's a relief. And then I think I got a text from somebody being like, are you sick? I think it was from our, our, our good friend of the show, Kevin, or somebody saying like, are you seeing this? So I pulled over again and I swear I was sitting on the side of the, the road, just refreshing Twitter for 45 minutes. Oh God. No, it, I was, it was, um, I was watching a live stream of it 
just when they broke down the door. And I was like, yeah. oh, this isn't good. This is like, you know, and so I'm watching some guy commentary on the commentary. It, it was, it, to me, I was just like, that just happened. Um, and it seems as though now this is a week later, essentially, that this has come out. It will be by the time this comes out. But we're still, uh, uh, you know, there's not going to be. I You would like to see some accountability for all of this. And it, it's possible there will be. That's the thing. That is, is, is that the, the, you notice there's a whole lot of people on the right, like your uh, GOPers, uh, oh, Congress people, talking about unite. unity and healing. Oh, fuck that. Unity and healing. And these are the same folks that last week were literally trying to um, overturn the election by. Exactly what happened. Congressional congressional route they weren't going they were and then and of course they'll be the they're, they're all the ones claiming well, we didn't think they'd be violent right like, you know I mean, it's... like the, the ignorance of like oh we didn't know that was going to happen we didn't i'm like stop we, i didn't see that yeah. i don't know what you're talking about like the the, the the plea of ignorance that those asshats uh use it's 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 shocking it's just and then they they go on and like they're bitching more about losing followers now on twitter after Twitter did a purge, than they are about the Americans who have died in this pandemic, and I'm like, it's amazing to me. They're, um, I mean, they're 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 playing dumb. I mean, I mean, maybe some, actually a few of them are truly are dumb. Oh boy, our our, our lady that we discussed last week, Miss Glock, and her and oh her the Glock lady. Glock oh yeah, the tweeting um, about the locations of Nancy she Pelosi. Was, she, was live, she was live tweeting the position of the secretary of the secretary speaker of the house during the insurrection and before they actually stole like the earlier in the day i, I didn't catch the timestamp on exactly when but she she tweeted with something like today is 1776 or yeah. something like that so she's and yeah I it's mean, not going it's not going to go well for some of these uh they, they although do that remains that's a year, not a day right that's what it's a year, not a day. They should have been like, this is our 14th, like July 4th of 1776. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, True. I'm Which, just, no, to be honest, they're, I mean, they're not that bright. No. To be honest, not, not a lot happened on July 4th, except for like they the whole it. signing thing. Yeah. Like the actual insurrection was a bit later. Yeah. Um, but they're not smart. They're not smart folks. Uh, one thing I am saying that's interesting is that you're talking about accountability. I mean, um, is and again you see these reports and who knows what's going to happen with the, the impeachment uh proceedings but like i saw a report today saying that um a, a lot of crews and holly's staff members are, are quitting which that means nothing in terms of like anything that might happen to them they both have been very outspoken about they will not resign or step down no they won't no none um, of them none of them will that they, i i no. No, no, but it, but but the, the only joy I can take in from it is is that um, uh, that while Holly will probably continue to be elected, maybe not. I don't know. He's his his uh, his crew. See, the thing is, is his both his and Cruz's reputations have taken a huge hit in the last week. But Cruz's reputation was always bad, so it's like we don't know oh, how whatever. that's going to go. Always, he was always hated. The um, Al Franken had that great line about Ted Cruz. I don't know if you remember when when Franken was was in the Senate with him. Right. Um, paraphrasing, I have to look it up, but I believe it was, his quote was something along the lines of, "I actually like Ted Cruz more than just about all my colleagues, and I hate Ted Cruz." Right. Which yeah, was yeah, that, yeah, you got that and, um, right. yeah, 
Yeah, and and but Holly Holly seemed to be like the future of the party and this and that. And I think he did set fire to his presidential. Oh, chances. absolutely! No, no, it's over because he won't lose the base. But you have to, have, as Trump has just proven, you have to have more than the base to win presidential election. Yeah, and and. I heard the story. I don't know if you heard the story about him when they were locked off, like how all the Republicans left left him in the corner by himself. Yeah, and, there was... well, and, and I lo- I loved. I mean, Mitt Romney's a strange cat. Like he he kind of like, and there are several Republicans of this way that that are very strong on their rhetoric, like about how they they stand. Although no, although Mitt Romney, to his credit, did back his words when he was the only. Yeah, senator to to vote on the in impeachment, but a lot of the times he says these strong things and then just votes toes the party line. Yeah, but like there, there was that report of him in the the I, I don't I don't recall if it was when they were in the safe room or if it was as they were I think it was as they were being evacuated from the Senate chambers where Romney just yelled to to his colleagues, "You you guys did this. This is you. This is on you." And um, he's not wrong, at all. No, no. And and there's some other interesting things going on with, um, like, it's, you know, Romney's never going to leave the Republican Party. Although, to be honest, he can be, he can afford to be so outspoken because is Utah, uh, Romney will get elected in Utah. What, a pretty Mormon much man? Forever. Utah? Yeah, it's fine. Like, like it, it's, it's a mega, you know, it's a Trump state, but it's not a, it's a, a Romney will get elected there forever. It's like a Kennedy in, in Massachusetts. Yes. Well, uh, for, a Kennedy. For, uh, one yeah. example. One, one, okay, formerly a Kennedy in Massachusetts. Sorry. Uh, well, he, although, he was fine in the House. He could have just stayed there. Yeah. But he had... Well, his problem his problem was also that he was trying to primary very Marky. popular. Yeah. Like it, a progressive. Normally, normally, Kennedys are pretty easy, pretty easy to win things. And Ken, and and uh, what is it? Uh, what's the rep- representative? Is, uh, is he Joe Kennedy? What? No, no. Who's which Kennedy is this? Is his name Joe? There's uh, somebody. I, I, I can't I remember the, the. He's the ginger Kennedy. That's all I know. Yeah, I think I want to say I I want to say he go, he's a Joe. Whatever. But yeah, that was his problem. Is he tried to primary a very very popular um, incumbent? Like it would you know? Otherwise, Kennedys are pretty much. Um, you can just write that in, in in Massachusetts, but anyway, so Romney can be strong, and the um, Murkowski can actually now be strong, which she had not been able to do before. And she's basically—I mean, she a few days ago threatened to leave the Republican caucus, like she's going to be an independent now, yeah. and she can afford to be because um, I guess Alaska just um, is only now enacting. Hello, Hello Sam. Sam. Hello. Um, Sam, we were just discussing the elephant in the room from last week, and the very important topic of the week and of the of the world. Um, we're talking about the Sex and the City reboot that's coming back without Kim Cattrall. Oh, I, I thought you were going to talk about it, how your dad's a Democrat now. Yeah, we were talking about that. I, I I'll, I'll get to my Sex and the City thoughts shortly. Don't worry. Um, well, okay, so we already like talked about how bad Kim Cattrall acts, right? <laughs> Like, yeah. it's already been explored <laughs> just based on her other films. But, like, I'm not surprised. Wait, there was actually That's a all. Sex in the City reboot yeah. happening? It really is. It was not a joke. It was, I mean, as, as Sam, you probably can guess, it was absolutely a joke that Hugh and I were just discussing that. But it's not a joke that it's a thing. It's on HBO Max. Ten, um, ten, ten half-hour episodes. Without Samantha. It's not, 
It's not going to be called Sex in the City either. It has a different name. I have the article up in front of me. Are they not shooting it um, in New York? <laughs> is that why? It's called the series. <laughs> uh, no, the series. Well, it says the revival series is going to be called and just like that. Dot dot dot. Now it, it does not specifically say if it's going to be like Sex in the City colon and just like that. I don't know. But um, yeah. But uh, yeah, like anyway, to... so that's totally weird. That's totally what we're talking about tonight. Totally. Can't it's like great, like just you know the idea of like fifty something women talking about sex. It's like the Golden Girls. Well, they even uh, that's, well, actually, I'd rather watch the Golden Girls. Oh, uh, good. But it'd be like the, but it'd be like the Golden Girls getting rid of um, uh, Blanche. Blanche. Yeah, you get rid of Blanche. That's can't get rid well, of Blanche. Well, if Blanche had artistic differences with with um with. Betty White, then yeah. I'm sorry. Is, is Sex in the City just Golden Girls but younger? Is that what yeah. they were going for? In the city. Um, it's basically they don't all live together though, but no. basically it's like a core like four group of women, and you know, yeah, it's 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 actually just living single, to be honest. Ah, everything comes back to living single. Yeah, it's a white version of living single. I thought that was. We've already talked about this. Yeah. Or how I met your actually, mother. Now, now that I. Think of oh, um, that was actually a funny um, Josh um, Radner. I saw he, he tweeted it was like yesterday, I think, uh, uh, saying that it would because of how Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz are basically the two two public enemies, two two of the bigger public current public enemies. Josh Radner tweeted yesterday that it was a terrible time to be known as both a Josh and a Ted, which I was like, oh, that's clever. I, I don't know. Jim and Matt are are making a good run today. Who and who? Uh, Jim and Matt. Matt Gates and Jim Jordan. Oh, yeah. I haven't listened to the news at all today. Oh, don't. Don't. Just don't, just don't go Wait. down that. I opened the thing just, up at 7 this morning, and I've been looking at it since uh, we started right now. So. Like, why? Why? Because I, I have issues, and I, a lot of visceral hatred towards a lot of people right he's, now. He's, and you don't well, know about the Sex and City reboot? <laughs> I was actually happy when I was like, when that came up, I'm like, wait, what? Oh, I can go. I, I mean, I, I got plenty. Of, we, I can go Sex in the City. I can, I can, I, I can give you a good 20 minutes on Soho Karen. This, this, oh, that, this oh, you mean Daddy. Oh, my God, this girl. Oh, oh. should we just hop into Soho Jeez. Karen? Oh, I, Jesus. I refused to watch that because I knew it was just like. You she don't is, have to watch it. She it's is ridiculous. something. I kind of have is, a big idea of who she is. Just based on she well she called. she 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 first made news um i guess it was over about a week ago now when she was video there was video it, it, there was no context to it but it was video of her in the lobby of the Ar, uh, soho arlo or the arlo hotel in soho uh, basically attacking ver first verbally attacking a like teenage boy about how he stole her phone and then she lunged at him and actually assaulted him and it was all on camera but and, why? Did, uh, did she, she thought she think? she thought he stole. She thought well, she thought he stole her phone with no, um, and it became a thing because the the boy was black, and at this oh, point nobody knew anything about her because she was wearing a mask. That's actually the only good, the only likable thing about her that about through this whole thing is that she was wearing a mask. But she lunged at him, and just totally was screaming about how he took her phone. And she was screaming for hotel security, and it became it went viral because it was like, oh, this is a crazy woman. And of course, she immediately got named Soho Karen, which um, 
real unfortunate for actual Karens um, that, uh, that this this the last year has been very unfortunate. Oh, I've actually heard that people great. want to change the Karen from a K to a Q for Karen. The, well, um, Ch- uh, was it Chappelle? No, it might it might have been Chappelle or somebody had a, like a bit about that, like say, and we I think we talked about this before about how I, I, some the, nobody knows the origins of Karen, but they I've heard people say they should have gone for a like a more white name because right. there are Karens, there are women of color that are Karens. I think it was from Reddit, a Reddit thread, and he was talking about his. Is wife. that how it started? Yeah, I think it's, I think guy was talking about his wife or something like that, and it just kind of carried over. Because um, a lot, of, a lot of people said that, like, well, well, and then it became a, a, a like a whole on Black Twitter conversation about, well, what name is the most white? And a lot of people were like, well, Becky probably is, but but Beyonce already took that. Like, you can't use that one anymore. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of really white girl names. Like, but there, there are also two notice very high, higher. Well, one very high profile Karen who is not white is Whoopi Goldberg, but most people don't know her name's Karen. Well, Karen Parsons. Uh, I was going to say Karen Parsons the other, but as soon as I said very high profile, I was like, let me tone that down a notch because I don't know if everybody remembers Hillary from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's real name. Um, um, Karen White, which is ironic. She was a singer. Yes, that's true. Um, but um, yeah, so people are, you know, it's hard to... I thought it was Carol in the beginning. Wasn't there like a Carol going around a couple years ago? Carol Fitz. Was that just me? <laughs> Carol, I think Carol's a better one, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I, so I thought the, the male like version is just easy because everybody just always goes with Chad. Chad's an easy one because I mean, because I mean, all I do, I've never met a non white Chad, and frankly, I've never met a Chad who wasn't a douchebag. So, the well, Chad, well, I've met Indian Chads, but it's usually short oh, for something. Wait, Chad, as soon as I said that, Chad McBose was. But he didn't go by Chad. I don't yeah. think. No, but there's like I, I have a few I know a few people that are Indian that that, that are Chads, but they they're sh- it's shortened for something else. Yeah, okay. So well no no name is truly safe. Um Yeah. Hugh? Are there I mean Hughes are mostly Welsh, so that's um No no there are plenty of other Hughes. Not like just the spelling of mine. That's true. It's you that's know true. Hugh Hefner, Hugh Grant. Hugh Downs. Huey Lewis. And they're all pretty. They're, they're all pretty white. Yeah, I don't see Hugh being. I mean, yeah, yeah, we're pretty. There, there is, a, and I know, I, I know, I go into TMZ too much, um, but it's it is a good, fun source of news because it actually, especially over the last few years, they actually report actual news and celebrity news, so it's like I don't have to go to two different places. But they have a a a bit every so often. I don't know if you guys go on enough. It's basically like a. Do you remember this person? It's called like remember them, and it's you know it's usually like a it'll be like a random celebrity from a bygone not a bygone era that may sound too bad but you know like somebody like a Karen Parsons. It's, it's remember them. It's not remember, remember them. It's remember them. You're you're right. It's, it's remember <laughs> them, and it's you know and, it, and it's it's usually somebody who's a little obscure like may well for that Karen Parsons is a bad example since Fresh Prince is back in the news again. But you know, like if it weren't, it'd be like, remember them, Karen Parsons for and it wouldn't say Karen Parsons, it would say Hillary from Fresh Prince, and you'd click on it and it would show what they look like now. Um and they the other day they did a member them for Huey Lewis. And I was looking at that and I'm like, seriously? 
what he's been like on the podcast like kind of like he's been he's been around this, this past year or two it's not like he like went away and stopped touring or stopped talking and stuff. Well, he did. He did stop touring because he didn't, like, and I could be wrong. Can you remember this? I think he has hearing issues. Yes, he, he, oh, he, right. he went deaf. That's right. So. Yeah, it's similar to, similar to, and it's not surprising that this, this happens to musicians, but a similar thing. Roger Daltrey is mostly deaf, so he can't really perform with The Who anymore. And, no, I'm sorry, it's Pete Townsend. Who's most, actually, they're all deaf. Yeah. But they're also old. But Pete Townsend is almost entirely deaf, which makes sense given, you know, that era. But um, uh, also, uh, Brian Johnson, lead singer of ACDC, can't perform anymore because he's deaf. But then again, ACDC is... Um, Got a new album, and they're touring again. So. Is he the lead singer still? Yeah, I think um, so. Well, they're also slowly dwindling since um, Malcolm Young died. Right. And their drummer... I think their drummer was arrested for pedophilia. Yeah. So I, I, there, aren't many, there aren't many members of ACDC left. Speaking but yeah, these musicians going deaf is no no surprise. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. They're in their well, well, this now, one, right? Most of them. Uh, ACDC. Yeah, they're younger than the Stones, but not by much. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'd say they're sixties. Yeah, and which is really awkward. I love ACDC. I think uh, I honestly, Thunderstruck is like a top five song of all time for me. It, like, I mean, how can you not hear that song and just get like revved up? Um, yeah, you know, I told you that it's that would make that's my backup walk up song in baseball. Uh, behind uh, I Don't Like Mondays by Tori Amos. Um, it's funny that came on yesterday, but the Boomtown Rat, Rats version, and then, I was, um, and then I was like, Oh, there's a Tori Amos version, I forgot, and I listened to that afterwards. <laughs> is the is the re, is the other version just as sad? The Boomtown right. Rats version is the original. It's um, oh, is it? It, it was oh, based, it's based off of a school shooting. Yeah, yeah I knew that. I did, I did not. Re- I thought Tori Amos was the original. I did not know that. Uh, so Boomtown Rats is uh, Bob Geldof is in. That's how old ah. the band is. So just think about that. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like, so. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm sure there's a couple more hits from them that I know of theirs. I'm maybe he might know because he's uh, slightly older. That's 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 a little out of my wheelhouse of remembering <laughs> things. Bob Geldof is Bob Geldof who I mean. God, if, if if we're if we're doing things like remember him for Huey Lewis, I'm sure a lot of people have no idea who, who Bob Geldof is. But um, you know, I most people know him from from Live Aid, like that that was his brainchild. Right. Yeah, and he, I think he was knighted because of that. But I knew that he was a musician. But for life, me, you just telling me that I knew he was a musician prior to that. Couldn't have told you what group he was in. No idea. No, no, I wouldn't know yeah, the groups. That's the only song that I know of theirs. Um, I didn't. Okay, I didn't. I for some reason oh, I knew it was about a school shooting, but I had no idea it was not a Tori Amos song. But then again, it's like uh, a lot of people don't realize that um, um, nothing compares to you as a Prince song. They just think about a Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, but and like again. he wrote it. I mean, and he chose not to sing it, right? I mean, he, I think he, he recorded it. it, it just I, never, he didn't release it. It was never. It was never a single. I don't think. No. Yeah, he like gave it to her to sing. Like he wrote so many yeah. songs, like Manic Monday. Yeah. You know. Um, and that became super famous. And I just watched the Bee Gees documentary, and there's a lot of songs that they wrote that I did not know that they, they were, wrote. They were huge songwriters the, the, outside of what they what they did. And sadly, we don't, we're, we are we are down to one third of the Bee Gees, which is unfortunate. Which um, I technically one fourth, but no, what's that? What you? Technically one fourth because the youngest brother died way. Uh, he was he was never in the group. Yeah, but yeah, he was a was solo a act. Trio. Yeah. 
there, yeah. it was always like a trio though right he, he, he was yeah I'm just saying. Yeah, he kind of, he was yeah we get we still have Bear, uh, more, uh Barry we still have Barry Barry yeah no I Maurice, thought all of them were dead Maurice then... passed away I can't it, Andy was the young one who died in the seventies um, Maurice he's and then the, I, can't, the I, can't, I can't I can't oh well, the Barry the lead singer's the hot one isn't he no Andy's what, so hot uh, Barry Gibb was an attractive young man well when younger yeah but like yeah I mean. He dated like all the like it girls, like Andy did, yes. obviously before yeah. he died. Like Victoria Principal he, and like he was a uh, yeah, he was a contemporary pop idol of uh, of uh, like a Leif Garrett Ooh. or a uh, talk about a life yeah. going sideways. Hey, you know what? He's still with us. Yes, he. Of all, no, he's not. No, he's not. He died. Is he shit? I, did I just kill last him? I recall? No, I think he might have just killed him. So well done, I, Nate. I, did I kill him? Cause I no I, I'm looking, oh. dude. I'm looking. If anything, COVID, COVID's gonna no, probably kill. If anything people. killed him, it was gonna be heroin. He's still alive, so yeah. Oh, okay. He's, I I just killed him. Okay. Yeah, no, no, he's Leif. going to like. Well, my you know, apologies to Leif Garrett, and he's another one that most people, because currently would not recall. Uh, I I know him most well, unless you were familiar with Celebrity Rehab and the Surreal Life on VH1, you might know him. But I always were he'll, to me. He'll always be known as uh, can't remember his character's name, but he was the main Soch from The Outsiders. Uh, like he was Diane Lane's boyfriend. Um, but Diane Lane, Jesus. but I can't remember his character's name. But yeah, heroin, uh, heroin. What, I don't recall what Andy Gibb died of. Man, this we are turning into an old person podcast right now. Well, I think he had, um, according to I think the, I just watched the documentary. I think he had a heart issues, but probably brought on by drug, like a lot of drugs. Yeah. Because he did a ton of drugs. And he was super young. He was like lot, in his 30s. A lot of those pop idols, like we lost David Carradine was a contemporary. We we lost, and I'm talking, we're I'm talking about pop idols in the 70s. Good lord. Um and uh, this this is a I mean, Sam, ever since you jumped popped on, like we we went from very serious um rioting oh, writing discussion. No, no, I I am I'm enjoying it. I I this 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 uh turn we've taken. And I and this is quite a segue from. I need to get back to Soho, Karen. We've taken a we've taken a leap, but now I need to know how Andy Gibb died. Are you have you have you uh, looked it up? You? I was I was looking well, up Bob, Bob Sheldon. I've been, was, filib- I've been filibustering so you could look this up. I found Bob Sheldon was his name, the character of Leaf Garrett in The Outsiders. Oh, okay. wow, that is that is right. And, and you also was what am I looking at? How did Andy Gibb die? Andy Gibb. Okay. Um, I, I told you. I think like I watched the documentary. I think that's what happened. Like he had a heart attack. Um, he complained so about can... se- severe chest and abdominal on March 10th. He died of inf- oh inflammation of the heart. What the hell? Uh, hello. Internet. Okay. Well done. Because of a lot of drug use, probably. Probably. Um, probably. probably didn't As help. a result of a viral infection. So viral infection got him. Oh, how old was he? Is it the syphilis? Probably. Uh, how old Untreated. was he? Uh, yeah. Like I, because all the he photos was 30. I see him, I... Oh, so he wasn't as young as I thought. It's it always it was surprises me sometimes when you when you see you like you you know like a James Dean type and you know you, all you know about them is how young they died, but then you see that how old they were when they died and you're like they weren't as young as I thought they were. He had just turned um, thirty. But like the one that always surprises me only because I mean I, uh, he I, he so famously died was Buddy Holly. I don't I don't think I ever realized just how young Buddy Holly was. Well, that's because. Like, uh, that's because in the movie he was played by Gary Busey. That didn't exactly help out the fact that he was what twenty. But it was uh, I, I, he might have been twenty one. But like you, and he didn't. Uh, to be honest with you, Buddy Holly didn't have that many hits. He just it feels like he did. Um, 
he was 22. Well, they, they churned out they churned out so much music back then, though. They just like went, you know, yeah, single, 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 and just pressed yeah. so many records. And uh, yeah, I'm always fascinated the fact that like um, Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac were 24. Yeah, ish. What? Yeah, yeah. They were that young. Well, they were super well, young. First of all, they're both still alive. Let's let's put. You know. Oh yeah, that's right. They're part of Jurassic Five. I forgot. I forgot. My bad. Wow, Jurassic Five. There, a there's a conspiracy theory that Tupac and Biggie are in Jurassic Five. I've been watching this, and I'm like, they keep popping up. They as uh, on Jurassic like they, Five. Like they've, always, like they've always been in Jurassic Five. Or they've this, all, this when they died. Because I've been to Jurassic Five shows. I don't recall seeing Biggie and Tupac. Well, up there. They say uh, Biggie lost a lot of weight. Is Charlie Tuna, and huh. you know, and then Tupac is Ikeel. So, or yeah, okay, interesting, which is kind of oddly okay. funny in a weird way. Interesting, I had not, I had not heard that rumor. Yeah, I knew, I know, I knew, I knew they were living. I mean, that was obvious. But I thought, um, I thought Tupac was in Puerto Rico. That's where. Either no, that no, or buddy, Cuba. Or Either Cuba. that or Cuba. That's uh, the rumor. That's all right. Yeah. Now, now, Buddy Harley also died of a heart issue. Yes. No, no. You know that that's not true. Could have been. Why are you wasting time? Is it Valentine heartbreak? No, um, I'm sorry I didn't uh, get on earlier to talk about the whole Capitol thing because it was it's it's really sad and depressing. And um, the funniest part though is watching the people at the airports ah, because uh, they can't get on flights. As no somebody, as somebody whose name has been on the no-fly list for no reason whatsoever, um, they actually never really told me why. Um, and it happened when I changed my name when I got married. So it's like Morgan is such a common name. But my first name, Semnong, is very common Cambodian name. So mm. who knows? So when I made that change from Sim to Morgan, it it like kind of, I don't know, like triggered something. Like every single flight that year that I took, which I took a lot of flights because it was like during like heavy wedding season, you know, you know, during that time in your 30s or like late 20s, early 30s. And uh, I couldn't check into my flight online for any of them. I had to go to the counter when I got to the airport, and they would never tell me why. Hmm. And I was so pissed. Um, and they would always pull me to the side and, like, like just literally, like, uh, they might as well just gotten a cotton swab or a Q-tip and just, like, you know, poked every orifice, basically. <laughs> they checked everything. And it was just oh, me. Geez. It wasn't even Josh. Like, he, he was with me most of the time. The irony being that Josh absolutely looks like somebody who would be on a no-fly list now. Yeah, he he does. And I looked at all the people, and I'm like, Josh, these are your people. This is you grow out your beard. This is what you look like. There's a lot of those. Yeah, all you need to do is throw them in some body, put them in some uh, some like um, a QAnon know, shirt, Call of Duty cosplay outfit, and yeah, boom, <laughs> we nailed it. Um, we we were on the no, or, um, I guess my whole family, but my dad was the only one who was detained as a bad word, just like you. Um, like, yeah. because evidently one of somebody who was on the terrorist watch list slash no fly zone in the right after, right after 9-11 did not have safer as a name, but had S-A-I-F. So it, it, it was, it was something we, I can't recall what the rest of the name was, but just at least told you, they didn't they um, never really told me. Yeah. My dad, well, they made my dad go up to the counter and do all that stuff too. And he, I mean, they wouldn't tell him exactly what it was, but I think it pretty fairly fast figured out what. This was not the person they were looking for, but he does have guns, though. 
That is true. Oh, don't don't you don't you think for a second that he hasn't mentioned in the last week? He's like, don't worry, this house is secure. It's what up. is he afraid of? What's he afraid no. of? Are people going to come to your house? <laughs> he yeah okay he's uh, okay. I should preface this by saying Bill Sabers a crazy person, and anybody that knows him knows he's a crazy person. That's great that but, he has all these guns. Um, but he well, there's a couple of things. They're actually, I mean, it's it, it Clayton. You Sam, you've been to Clayton. Excuse me many times, but Clayton is the county seat, which is why there are a lot of protests in Clayton. Like during the Ferguson um, protest, there was a lot because the, you know, all the court, courts are here. So whenever there is unrest, there is unrest in Clayton, but it's also Clayton's like the, it's a, it's a community of wealthy Jewish people who are as historically, the wealthy Jewish people of America are the ones who are very militant when it comes to protests and riots, um, armed insurrections all the time. Like your friend Ben. Yes, my friend Ben. Uh, Andy Cohen's parents live up the street. They are a um, lot of Trump signs in that front yard. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what he thinks is going to happen in Clayton, Missouri, but I can promise you it's not going to be much. Well, it's good to know. You know, yeah. keeping it safe, keeping the safer home safe. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah I did that. Yeah. Did that on yeah, purpose. That's, that's, and Sam, the, fa the face you're giving me right now is just it's, it's priceless. I wish people could see this one. Well, I'll tell you, uh, making a safer joke is something I've never heard. No, I really? I haven't got one of those in a while. Yeah. You, um, you were making a Hugh Lewis reference at this point in time. So that is true. It, you deserve that is true. it. Which is funny. Um, you, you know when your, your name is no longer famous, when you're like, oh, my name's Hugh Lewis, and people just look at you blankly. Because they don't get the reference point anymore. You're like, oh. No, it's because you hang out with really young people. That is also very true. I don't hang out with anybody. Anybody our age or older will get it, but the, the it's the age thing. It's not the fame. Because I think Hugh Lewis will always be famous. Yeah, but it's we like 35 it. and up. Well, no, 36 and up, I think. It's been a year. So I haven't seen anyone in their, out in their 20s. I don't know what 20-year-olds 20, 20 think anymore. So. I bet. Uh, well, I mean. Back to the Future. If you, if anybody they know. Oh yeah, no. Uh, I'll, I'll say, have you seen Back to the Future? And then they look at me like, what's that? Well, oh god, do they really? Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. That's where I'm like, I can't help you now. That's uh, bad parenting. It is bad I, parenting. Yeah, I'd say it's bad parenting. It's uh, always it's, on it, like TV all the time. It's a classic. Parenting, like yeah. a, a, a nine-year-old, ten-year-old kid should see the Back to the Future series. Just you know. The hoverboard alone in Back, for, Back to the Future Part 2, that's like the only part you need to watch because, you know, then it becomes a true story. And yeah. nobody wants to see yeah, this, what happens if Biff is running that, things. That was always a big complaint about Part 2 is that everybody was always like, I mean, everybody was like, oh, the first half that was in the future, which is not the future anymore. Um, it's now the past. My, that's a mind fuck. Yeah. The 2015 of Part 2 everybody's like oh that part was so cool but then when it went back to 80. you know the, the second the second half of the movie when they were in bad 85 and then back to 55 and they're like oh the second half of the movie wasn't as good but obviously now it's the second half of the movie the documentary right um but yeah but we, we got some of that stuff from you know we, everybody complains about all the stuff we didn't get from back in the future too we got we got some of it some we got the lace we eventually got the lace-up shoes uh, the Cubs won the World Series eventually, yeah, like a couple years uh, off. But yeah, of course, of course, in the movie they beat the Miami Sharks, which was close, given yeah. that Miami didn't have a team at the time. So it was close. 
But yeah, I actually saw an interview with Michael J. Fox on Rob Lowe's podcast a few weeks ago, oh. and it was um, really interesting. It's so hard. It, it's heartbreaking to listen to Michael J. Fox because it just – He's struggling now. Without video, just his – I mean, you can just – talking Here. to him, you can, you, can, you, can almost, you can almost hear how much he's moving just from hearing his voice. Right. Uh, but he was he was talking about Back to the Future, and something that I had never heard before was that he said that um, – you know, everybody talks about the Eric Stoltz, how much they shot of it with Eric Stoltz, which they shot a, a ton a lot of, of it. Yeah. yeah, like almost the entire movie. And they talked about, you know, I've, I've always heard about how the Eric Stoltz character was so different. He was like super dark. He wore like a trench coat. Like the way his character was described almost reminded me of like the, the kids who, like the Columbine kids. Right. Like he wore like a trench coat. It was very moody. He was not, a, he did not ride a skateboard and things like that. Um, but one thing that Michael J. Fox said I thought was really interesting is they still used a lot of tons of the footage from Eric, Eric Stoltz. Michael J. Fox said that a lot of the reaction shots in the movie, like to the characters who are talking to him, a lot of the reaction shots were left over from the original. So he, he said, if you go back and look at it, sometimes the characters will react to me and they look a lot more serious than they should because they were actually reacting to the Eric Stoltz version. Huh. It was a much darker movie. And I just be I like, I don't know if he knew any specifically and he, he, I'm sure he doesn't even remember, but I'd be curious to go back and see if you could, I mean, that'd be a very hard thing to figure out, but like he basically said, yeah, some of the actors in it are playing way more serious than they should because it really wasn't a comedy in the first version of it. You got to think about Which, how hard Michael J. Fox was working back in those days. Cause he's doing doubles with family ties and then going at night to go shoot back to the future yeah, you know he was at, in that era of the '80s. He was like one of the hardest working men in Hollywood at that point in time, I would say. And he he told another great story uh, about how um, how he did Teen Wolf. I don't recall we talked about this before. He um, the only reason he did Teen Wolf is because they had to stop doing Family Ties for about four months because Meredith Baxter Bernie was having twins and they couldn't hide it on the show. Right uh, on Family Ties, so they had to go on a hiatus. So he was bored and he just got offered Teen Wolf. And he's this was before he had done this is before Back to the Future. For some reason, I never really thought about the timeline there, which one came first. Um, and he said, he's like, sure, no, that sounds fun. I got nothing to do. And then he said he had like a come to Jesus moment one day when he was sitting in his trailer in the wolf. Um, he said he was wearing all the fur, he had the fangs in, and he actually looked in the mirror and he said, Man, you fucked up. He's like, This is gonna destroy your career. He's like he basically said he was sitting in his chair, being like, "What am I doing?" And then Jason Bateman, right? Yeah, and then Jason Bateman. With, I mean, this, we we talked. Sam, we talked about this last week. Our nostalgia for '80s movies, like with Big Trouble in China. You go back and watch them; they're not not great. Teen Wolf is is an objectively terrible movie. It makes no sense, and the acting is not great. He's great. The kid who plays the guy plays. I don't stuff. think it was. I don't think it was meant to be a good movie. Like I think me, even the people making it knew that it was a bad movie, but they made it anyway. It was more for teenagers, you know. So true. And it's it, it and it was not only did it get a sequel, it got a spinoff. Teen Witch was supposed to be the spinoff. And oh, interesting. That is, if you actually look, it it's it's a weird random fact that has been lost in Hollywood lore. That it, it go if you go and look look at the covers of both the movies, it's the exact same um, writing. Like they, it was supposed to be like it was basically supposed to be the quote unquote girls version of Teen Wolf, uh, which the plot is the same except that um, Teen Wolf does not have the rap number, which it should. 
Right. I enjoy Teen Witch, so I do it's too. All good. It's fantastic. Um, well, I mean, I've always, I was always like a big fan of the the Corey's movies, like License to Drive, and like like Dream a Little Dream and all that stuff. And they were made for teenagers, but that's okay. why I liked it. Dream a Little Dream was a little. Not that good. was darker. That was a, if you go back and look at that one, that was a kind of dark for like a teen movie. And then they made the I don't I'm sure Hugh's familiar with it. Do you remember Blown Away with Nicole Eggert? It was like a softcore porn that the Corys did. I'm like I'm thinking look, of the Jeff look, Bridges. Look at that. Look, no, 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 not the one, not the Tommy Lee Jones Jeff Bridges. Look up Blown Away with uh, Corey Haim. It's I think Haim. I know the one. I think I know the one, but I'm not. Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, and Nicole Eggert. There's a lot of nudity and sex in it. It's like it was like their ver- their their attempt to go like slightly more adult. Oh, it's oh, got like the silk stockings like lighting in the back. It's yeah, it's um, it's something. Um, is it like lesson, saw, lesson Zero? Kind uh, of, like that dark? No, it's uh, no, it's it actually has more of the campy like production value of a Cinemax movie. Like it's not dark. Like like Lesson Zero is like a good. It's a Lesson Zero is a good movie. Like it's a good dramatic movie. Oh, it is. Except well. The, well, it has James Spader, who's always a villain in the 80s, and I loved him so much for it. Has he ever not been a villain? Oh, uh, Stargate. He was a good guy in Stargate. Yep. Um, he was Ultron in Avengers, so was he a good guy? No. Uh, okay, well, that's open to Oh, I haven't watched it, so la, 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 la. <laughs> he plays a robot. <laughs> Sam, you watched an Avengers movie from seven years ago? Yeah, spoiler, I have spoiler. And the spoiler, uh, alert, la, 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 la. The spoiler alert was that James Fader is the voice. <laughs> no, um, Josh and I during quarantine were like, we should watch all the Avengers movies like in the proper order. And we're like, cool. And we just never. Yeah. Now, are you, when you say proper order, you mean order that they were released or chronological no. order in real time of when they happened in, in like, in you know, six. like, without, like with, with um, you know, with the, the first Captain America would be the first yeah, one. Have, have, you, have, you met, have you met my husband? Uh, what do you What do you think the answer is? I met the not almost version of Josh. I can't speak for the new version. <laughs> I'm assuming chronological. He's like Thomas time. Jane. Yeah. He's like Thomas Jane. I just want my kids back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I read another. Just getting back, Sam, to '80s movies. Um, you remember? Um, uh, oh, the guy who directed Less Than Zero, or not Less Than Zero, um, Better Off Dead. It was his name was like Savage Steve Holland or something like that. Pretty sure that was his name. It was something. It, it sounds like, like a wrestling name. No, he had a ridiculous name. He, um, he so he directed Savage Steve the, Holland. Savage right. Steve Holland. Okay, I was wrong. He directed Better Off Dead, and he also directed One Crazy Summer. And he was he was in, he came from animation, which is why there was that weird animation scene with the burgers and Better Off Dead, where like they come alive. Yeah, like that was his background. And then it, since then, he's worked on like Nickelodeon things. But he, I saw an interview with him recently where he talked about how hard he, how, how hard he had to fight to get. What am I, why, why am I drawing a blank on the star? Better off dead, John, John okay. Cusack. Why, like he had to fight to get John Cusack to star in it because the the, the studio was like, no, like what? The, at that point, John Cusack had only been known as the nerd, the nerd friend in Sixteen Candles, and and Savage Steve Paul and this director was like, no, 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 you, you, you. You'll love him. He's great. He can do this. And then, yeah, the rest is history. So he basically, this guy made John Cusack's career. So to say Savage has gone to Nickelodeon and pretty much stayed there for some time. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, he's, he's, uh, go, he's, he seems to be good at what he does. And One Crazy Summer is a very, very underrated 80s movie. 
I agree with you. I get that. I get that confused with Endless Summer. So which one is it? Endless Summer is the surfing movie, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. One Crazy Summer was the one where uh, John Cusack goes to like the the summer rental, like rent. Yeah, it's like a Cape Cod type place yeah. where to be more is like a a, a musician, want to be musician, and then uh, Curtis Armstrong, uh, Charles. That's that was the second of the John Cusack Curtis Armstrong duo of um, Charles Demar, and then I don't recall what his name in One Crazy Summer was. There were a lot of like, uh, who there were other people in One Crazy Summer that you'd know that um, I just can't think yeah, of their names. I get that. I get it confused with Endless Summer and Summer School, but I, I kind of, I, I, I think Summer School, no, I could, Summer School I under, is different. I could understand. No, I could actually understand Summer School. Endless Summer is like a surfing movie, isn't it? Yeah. Um, summer School was great too. I love Summer um, School. Except that, uh, yeah, wait, who was? Cordy well, I, I remember Cordy Thorne Smith, but who was um, who was Mark Harmon's love interest in it? It wasn't Christy Alley, was it? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. was. It? Yeah, uh, and then uh, well, I mean, Cordy Thorne Smith had a crush on him, but she was a student, so that right, wasn't going right. to happen. And it was like you know, See? like uh, like low budge Spicoli and stuff in it. Oh, the yeah, <laughs> the, played by, it was uh, Dean Cameron, played by Dean Cameron, who was also the star of Ski School One and Two. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he was. Cause he, yeah, he, he and the other guy were like obsessed with movies. Yeah, but he was basically Horror right. You're exactly right. He was a low budge um, Spicoli. Um, and then, and then Sam, I, I could totally that one is also very confusable with Summer Rental, John Candy, which has a similar uh, vibe as uh, the, the the John Cusack one. The, yeah, the John. Yeah, the John Candy movie, right? Exactly. It was like a family that goes to uh, to to this summer area, which uh, um uh, John Candy's son in Summer Rental was played by a very young Joey Lawrence. Yep. And I believe the daughter was, um, what's her name, from Rilo Kiley, Jenny Lewis. I believe. Uh, I could be wrong. You are. Um, I could be wrong. She, I, I confused the 80s. No, she would have been too young for that. She would have been that age when, when The Wizard came out. So that age, that, that age wouldn't match up. It was, their daughter was a redhead. Uh, Carrie Green was her name. Oh, Carrie Green, the other okay, the other eighties redhead, Carrie Green from Goonies and um, and Lucas. Yes. Um, oh, so it's all tied together. It's all tied. Oh, now oh. we've tied. Now we've tied it back to Corey. Well, speaking of speaking of eighties movies, I watched Heather's the other day. Um, still pretty good. Uh, it's so yeah, it's such a messed up movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, just a bit, just a wee bit. Messed oh, up. it's so like I mean, it, Mean Girls was like the next iteration of it, but Mean Girls was not that dark at all. No, no, I mean there was no killing involved. No, I mean, well, what's her name? Did you get hit by the bus? I don't think. Yeah, she but died. she didn't die. No, but That's no, true. like no, it was like very, 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 very dark. Like obviously, very, very dark. But I enjoyed it. I like all the Heather's, and I didn't know this. Because I mean, one of I remember like the main Heather died really young and I she, forgot why. So I looked it up and she had like a brain tumor or something, but apparently her, yeah. her and Jennifer Aniston were like best friends. And they went to high school together and stuff. And she was with um, her, who, no, it's another random fact. The one, the one who played the main Heather was like, her boyfriend was, was like Keanu Reeves. It was somebody very famous, but yeah, she died very young. Like she died actually not that long after Heather's came out. Wasn't she in but, um, the Can't Buy Me Love? Uh, no, that was a different. Very, they look the same. Yeah, I'm, it's, totally, I'm, yeah. it's hard. I'm like, the Heather's. The reason that Heather's and Mean Girls has such a correlation to one another is that their brothers had, you know, one had written Heather's, 
the other one directed Mean Girls. And the joke between the Walters brothers is, oh, how's Heather's 2 coming along kind of thing. Nice. I used well, to... I mean, I'm sure Tina Fey was inspired by it. Oh, it has to be in some, some sense. I mean, but, I mean, it's inspired by every mean girl in high school. Like, I mean, I'm, I was not popular in high school, but I wasn't like a, a, well, I was in the marching band. So, but I wasn't like a nerd nerd, but there's always the popular girls that you always look at and that always are the ones that like have a ton of money and they always dress nice. And a lot of them are cheerleaders or whatever, you know, there's always those girls. Oh, Lisanne Falk, who is in Heather's, was also in Less Than Zero. Or is that, that's not the Heather Heather. No, no, she, no she, you're right. She was in Less Than Zero. That's one of the, one uh, of the Heathers was the, the one that that's is. The main, that's the, the, the main Heather. The, the one we're talking about that died yeah. was also in Less Than Zero. No, yeah. she was in, no, she was in uh, Say Anything. She was in, uh, in Less Than like, Zero. The green Heather was, was in it? Less Than Zero. The red Heather who oh, died. The red he- oh, that's it. Okay. Say now, anything. I'm getting, now I'm getting it. Well, Shannon Doherty's still alive, unfortunately. I'm kidding. She's still alive. I was like, we, oh. We just dinked her. Because she had, she, had she had a cancer thing, didn't she? Uh, she had a cancer. Like, kind of, like, didn't she have breast cancer or something? Shannon Doherty, did I make that up? Yeah, no, she did. She did. She okay. And she um, she was, she had a very big lawsuit against, like, her, um, her, like, management company because they basically, she blamed them for letting her insurance run out, like, basically... She oh, SAG? Like SAG? Uh, she wasn't covered by SAG anymore because her, her yeah, agency? Something like that. And they, they let her insurance um, basically end because she they didn't pay her premiums. And then she got cancer. And that was, a yeah. She was, uh, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. So, that, you know, we, um, so anyway, back to Soho Karen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we, not that we did oh, go let me, let me bring it back now that we're running out of time. Please, um, please. So yeah, so Sam, so this girl, so we didn't, nobody knew how old she was or anything about her because she was wearing a mask, but she just was annoying. And uh, and there was a, obviously a race element to it because she was accusing this black teenage boy of stealing her phone based on no evidence whatsoever. And then she assaulted him. Uh, and then um, and then it turned out later that she had left her phone in an Uber and the Uber driver returned it. And then, um, so for a while, people were just like, what's going on with this woman? Like, nobody knew anything about her. She wasn't identified. Then eventually she was, and um, she was not arrested or anything then. She flew back to L.A. where she is from, and now it's come back that she's just the worst person ever. She's, um, she was arrested three times in 2020. Uh, back in the spring, she was arrested for being drunk and disorderly with her mom at the Peninsula, Peninsula Hotel. And they were... Uh, basically both super drunk and when they the police tried to kick them out they started fighting the police then this then she got a dui uh in in like june was put on probation for that then got a second dui in october and there's video of that second dui of her fighting the police officers who pulled her out of her car and then uh, now she and then so they tracked her down she's only 22 years old Jesus. she's like not like you know, at no, what point do they take her license away and just have her not like she could like kill somebody? Like I don't understand. How many chances do you get? Well, she was on. Well, she was on. She pled no contest of the first DUI, and she was put on a year of probation, which means she's in a lot of trouble because this is all. She's on probation, and this has all happened. So, right. it, so then she got a second DUI in October, which she has not. Um, the legal process has not worked its way out. I assume she's her license is taken away from her, right? No, it hasn't because she was arrested. Ag- so basically, she was arrested again uh, last week or a few days ago, 
on based on this latest thing, she was she was arrested for assaulting this kid in New York. They had to track her down in, in L.A. And she basically they got a warrant for her arrest in L.A. and they pulled her over in her car and she refused to get out of her car. This is like a few days ago. Police had to pull her out of her car again. She slammed her door on one of the cops and he got hurt. And then she tried to peel off and they pulled her out of her car again. And um, see, this yeah, would happen so, if she was if she wasn't white. I'm sorry. No, she's that. That's that's the uh, another twist to the story. She's not white. She's Puerto Rican. But still, and she, she like, no, no, but she's white skinned. The the only reason this keeps coming up is because she keeps using it as an excuse. She keeps saying, "Why why do people think I'm racist? I'm not even white." She even in the last few days appeared in a Gail King interview trying to defend herself, and she pissed off Gail King. She's that annoying. So this this girl is just she's beyond. Oh, so the okay. daddy hat she's, just is a the chef's kiss, shall we say? She, she's just the worst her lawyer was sitting next to her sam and said like i told her i warned her not to wear the hat but she decided to wear the hat anyway so it's like what did the hat say sorry daddy i have yeah she um samuel i can send you you, the the best was i don't want to she sounds awful walk out of um her perp walk out of the when when just a few days ago when she was arrested and she was she was essentially arrested in L.A. extradited to New York and her perp walk out of the station was um, she was basically wearing like like a tube top leggings um, um, what are the the leather sandals um, uh, why am I drawing a blank Gucci. I can't Birkenstocks oh, like Birkenstocks with socks. And the best part of all of it was that she was wearing handcuffs and she was shackled at her ankles because they were afraid she was going to start kicking them again. Nice. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. That's so she, she is, um, that's another special level. And, and, and honestly, if, if, if the, if the events of last week hadn't happened, she would probably be made fun of more. Yeah. Uh, but she, yeah. But I mean, is there just like a core of the substance abuse problems or is she just like that when she's sober too? I mean, a lot of these are drinking related. I nobody sure knows for sure if this incident at the hotel a few weeks ago. I'm sure been... people out of the will come out of the woodwork and tell her, like you know, how she really is. I'm sure she has people. I'm sure people know her. Oh yeah. And remember, don't let anybody at the Prince of Hotel because that's where I, I had my my post wedding brunch. <laughs> uh, I remember we. Um, I think we were we were pretty well behaved. Right? I Weren't doubt we? that highly. Yeah, we were fine. It was brunch. Uh, my, Mike and I were drinking a little I've, I've brunched uh, with Nate before, and Mike, and it doesn't usually yeah. go the way of calm and quiet. I do remember vividly that after your, your wedding brunch, so I, Sam, I don't remember that, we all went over to my house, or I think this was the same day, I'm almost positive. We went over to my place on Cochrane and we watched Zombie Strippers. Oh, the Jenna Jameson the, film. The, the Jenna Jameson classic. Yep. Um, yeah, so that was a that was a heck of a day. I didn't even have to think about that one for a second. I'm like, that. No, is... you actually, you knew that a lot faster than um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I should be worried about that one. The fact that I actually know what that movie is, but yeah, this is the show. This is what happens to us. You know, you you your brain just goes to wrong places a lot of the time. At least mine does. So. But, well, you know, it, we we went on a lot of we went on a lot of tangents this this week, and but you know, we we, brought we have back. a few minutes left. We could talk about impeachment. Um, <laughs> do we have time, Sam, Sam? Sam, we need to talk about unity and healing at this time, okay? Unify what and heal what? Like you can't heal wounds that are so deep. You know, that's the problem. Got to get rid of that cancer first before we can start healing. That is true. 
you know our friend josh came up with that one i believe so he's not wrong we have to do something before we can you know they're like unify and heal it's like yeah no you have to leave for that to happen like everyone who had something to do with this needs to leave office like they're not going to resign none of them are going to resign because they don't it's all about power for them and money so until that happens we have nothing to do and on that positive high note guys because unless you can come up with something funny for four minutes we um I got nothing. I mean, I just want to know who 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 else is coming back for Sex and the City, Sam. I haven't seen like are they bring is is um oh, is boy. Mario Cantone coming We're back? We're gonna go on is, that note, folks. So have is, a good um, time and Stanford Blanche or like is, is, yes. Blanche, this is what happens. Or like Mr. Big. I mean, he's, is, he's her husband, yeah. right? Is um yeah is uh well, I Mag forget. Is not coming back, unfortunately. Um oh yeah. You think Blair Underwood? You think he'll come back? No, I think him and Miranda hate each other. Well, I assume Evan Handler has to come back because I assume he's still married yeah, to Charlotte. Yeah. Well, you don't know. They could be divorced or they could have killed him off. That's true. You never know. It's true. A lot of time has passed since I didn't see the movies, unfortunately. Not or you, or, you don't. Or, you don't need to. Or maybe to. I should say, fortunately. Um, it was. I wasn't a big fan. Of the first one or second one? Yes. Um. I actually didn't like both of them, but the first one was more tolerable than the second one. Right. I wonder if they'll go the route of storytelling of just acting like the movies didn't happen. So they do that a lot. You know, they'll just go straight to where we're going to pick up, like, as if the, the, the sh- this is picking up right from the show, the movies never actually happen. But you know what would be awesome is Smith Jarrett showed up without Samantha. Ooh. Were you there that night we, we, we met Smith Jarrett at Barney's? Uh, no, I wouldn't remember that. Oh, forever. yeah. Oh, it's Kevin and I. Kevin and I. Kevin and I have a lot of good Barney stories. <laughs>